Welcome to Unsolicited Views, where we talk about topics that you may or may not give a damn about. It was, it was, it was. <laughs> so let's get this episode started. Anything else y'all want to get out your chest before we get into the meat of the episode? <laughs> I see what you did. Uh, I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> you know I'm not that good. I'm not that good. I'm not that good. That's something Maul would do, but I'm not that good. Oh, wait a minute. Not the meat, but I'm just saying. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 God, yeah. you know what I'm Maul saying? Maul would do the yeah, right. <laughs> I did want to say I actually added somebody to my cougar list. No, I think that's noteworthy. Who is it? Janet. Oh, okay. I don't know how I left she Janet Jackson off my cougar list, yo. I watched the documentary. Saying, you might have uh, just forgot she was on your list. I didn't know. I yeah, forgot I Janet was. was I forgot who she was. She was, she was like, oh, that's Janet. You watched the doc. She's sixty, yeah. right? Fifty-five, fifty-something like that. Well, she gotta be older. She close to our parents' age. Let's see. My parents' age. I don't know what your parents. Yeah. Because um, she just had a baby at fifty, and that was in two thousand seventeen. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so she's so, like 50 something. 50 something? Right. Yeah, Jan is still bad. So, she yeah. on my list, though. I forgot about she's her. She's 55. Is Latoya Luckett noteworthy? Yeah. Okay, I have. She's I had old. to add her, too. I saw her. So Latoya Luckett is not old. For me. Because when we define Cougar, Joe act like he's so young. Now. I'm about to say, he, he's that much uh, younger than me. How old is Latoya Luckett? I'm looking it up Latoya now. Latoya probably like 39 at best. That's 10 years older than me. That's 10. She's 40, so exactly 10 years older than me. 10 is a Cougar for you. Got it. I feel like that's my age. I'm about to say, that's, that's in my age that's range. So if I see Latoya, hey, what's up? <laughs> you you in arms you in arms group? Yeah. <laughs> they should they should I think they should have kept her instead of Michelle. I was sleeping with somebody who was uh, eleven years younger than me. Younger? Okay. How was that? How old were you? Uh, last year. Oh, okay. Uh, I was uh, thirty six. He was 20, 24 How'd that go? Uh it went well for we were. How'd you do with his maturity? Uh, he was immature. Men always. <laughs> Young men. He, he he was he was immature. I think I just started maturing. Man. Yeah. Yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Last week. He, he was. I mean, it was only for sex, so it was. Yeah. It was very. He was a useful dick. <laughs> he was a useful <laughs> dick. That's <laughs> a good topic. Real, real yeah, transaction. Oh, yeah. Very. You don't want to put yeah. your uh. Yeah, I forgot it was in the shot, yeah. yo. Not that, not him putting it in the camera intentionally. Just <laughs> <laughs> messing up my swag, yo. <laughs> Injuries do mess up your swag. Told you get the camera, yo. Andrew must be swag. So what's think? good? We back another episode of Answers to the Views. It's John. It's Mel. It's Maul. It's Yo. Sid. We all here on a Sunday again. Um, sorry we left y'all without a dope beat to, dope beat to step to. I tried to get that. No, okay, no, trash. That was right. trash. Yeah, last week we couldn't record because we just couldn't record. We had a lot going on, so we tried not it to give y'all because of you. What yeah. would I do? Huh? You was at brunch. You you was was at brunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at brunch. What I did. I was at brunch. Bad, <laughs> bad bitch Jones at brunch. Huh? So say, it was definitely on the schedule, just without me. It's different only because I don't spend much time. I got to make sure I spend time with my wife. Of course. So that brunch, uh, a date or a brunch, somebody to watch the kid, I have to. Yeah, make it a we're not saying nothing's wrong. I'm trying I to say, but you, you tell the whole story. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. You <laughs> had to remind me. Tell, yeah. I got selective amnesia. Yeah. Um, so no, nah, it was it was fun. No, wait, yo, wait, wait a minute. Hold on, hold that. <laughs> That's bullshit. Um, but it was one of the worst brunches I've ever been to. Damn, damn. And it was in DC. Uh, so what was bad about yeah. it? Um, so it wasn't a brunch at a restaurant. It was an event. So this company threw a brunch, but they threw it inside of. It was like a co-working space on the park. Like you know how like the co-working spaces mm-hmm. and you can rent rooms. It was one of those. Wait, it was just any in a room. It was like the. It was just like their, you know how you in the luxury apartments they got like a bar, like a, you can rent out the room. Oh, okay. So it was like that. So it was a bar in there, but it was just like we were sitting at ten, uh, ten, ten people round tables, 
It was tight as shit. We couldn't get up and dance. It was a good DJ there. DJ Claudio was there, which is he's dope. Oh, yeah. So I like. I was like, all right. So they got something right. So you couldn't move. It was supposed to be bottomless mimosas, but they wasn't so bottomless because they wasn't moving fast enough. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was only like two servers to serve. Like it was like sixty people in there. Oh, two servers. It was. It was crazy. They they were just saving money. Y'all pay for that? We already had to pay for the ticket. How, How much was it? Sixty-five. Yep. Oh no! Jesus wow. They, 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 they came up. Oh, they they probably us. paid like oh. three hundred dollars for that room. Oh, yeah. oh no, they got us. Oh yeah, mm. we got got. <laughs> but um, yeah, got I, I never had real. a bad. That was my first time I had that I kind of experience. Robbery, yeah. You file but a police report. The best, <laughs> yo, they robbed me yeah. with my hands up. You could just uh, <laughs> claim it as fraud on your credit card. Yeah, yeah. Dang, <laughs> I mean, the best part was the people I was sitting with that was cool. The, uh, the table of people I sat at, the uh, lady that owned Melba's, the l- girl, lady next to me on my left, her name was Melba. So mm-hmm. it was the them, and it was funny. It was uh, one of our uh, people we know. What's her name? Ebo him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, she um, yeah, her sister was there, sitting next yeah. to me on my right. Yeah. And I didn't even know that was a sister. So that was funny. We were, uh, they it was real just cool like, people. They look, that's why. That's what happened. Sherelle was just like, "Are you such and such?" She was like, "No." You don't know my sister. You don't know my sister. She's like, is this your sister? She's like, fuck. <laughs> so I was just, it was, it was fun for that because they was, they was cool people. But the brunch was horrible. The calamari tastes like uh, chewing gum. Mm-hmm. Um, Ew. The chicken was rubbery. It was just bad. It was <laughs> just bad. <laughs> they give you a pig of calamari. No, nah, it was really brunch bad. Calamari. I don't know that I've ever had calamari for for brunch. Yeah, been oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah that's a brunch. Food. Never Maybe that's a DC thing. Um, no, I, I hear they have great brunches, but I have not been. You're not a brunch go. person. I'm I was very much a brunch person. We, I've never been. So quiet as kept. We actually are trying to throw a brunch for our four year. I'm with it. I got. I'm trying to do she it. Did, she did inquire about our next event. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Our events. People like our events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We, we, we take a lot of thought goes into our events, man. About when the it's next stressful. one is. So events are stressful. That's why I don't like doing too often. So um, but let's get back to Sid's point. Um, so Sid says, <laughs> "What you say?" I said, that men have selective amnesia." I think. Bullshit. <laughs> I, think, I, I think humans have selective amnesia. Okay, sure, but I feel like y'all exhibit it more often. Uh, what can I say? <laughs> I think women exhibit it I more don't often. Think? Yeah. yeah. I, I I will say this. Especially in the argument. What, yeah. Women know what to pull out, when to pull out stuff and when to forget yeah. stuff. We we are we are They'll such pure souls that we don't even we don't try to come, we're not vengeful we're not trying to be vengeful in our arguments. I don't know about that. I was bullshit. Uh, about that I, y'all call bullshit. I think that's based yeah. on the person. Oh, okay, I'm not trying to be. Vengeful. I think overall sometimes we're not trying to be vengeful. We just really we really I, might I, forget shit. I forget a lot. Yeah. But okay, so you're I saying do. that it's but not it's not selective. Okay. <laughs> it's not okay. Selective. I, don't, I don't I don't choose to forget it. <laughs> no, it forgets me. That's <laughs> I ain't choose this way. So if I'm being a feminist part of this, I, even though it's two women here, I'll, I'll help I'll you say, guys. You don't have to be that part today. <laughs> no, Let them talk. We got two of them. But, but, but he can't help he, it. Yeah. <laughs> but what is said? He is real feminist. More feminine, right? Yeah. Let's talk about that. But, oh, but what is we what, didn't introduce our guest either. We we gonna, no, get okay. to, I want to give right. her some space. <laughs> yeah. I want to give her a runway. But what was said is men often leave women to do mental work. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's true. And when I heard mental work, Perfectly I really said. didn't know what they was talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, but apparently that's the case. But no, we never complain about the physical work. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my take on that. I'm not so work, sure about work, that. Work, but work, I never complain about the physical work. I never mm-hmm. said okay. go. How, how in what ways it. do your physical work outweigh women's physical work? Which ways does your mental work outweigh my physical work? You didn't answer my question. But, <laughs> like, what do we come open, on? Opening up hey, a, do, do, as do, little do, as hey. opening up a jaw. Uh, can't. Uh, yeah. I'm saying, yeah. Do you get cramps in your brain? 
Yeah, yeah. That's not a headache. What you mean? That's literally so a many, headache. Bring, bring, bringing the like, water in. I might Little use you stuff. to open a pickle so, jar, but I'm mopping the floors. Oh, so oh. like mm. it's. Huh? That's you're not exerting as much energy mopping the floor. Really? You push scrubbing a, a, a wood push, floor. You're, you're scrubbing. Or in them baseboards, I gotta be on my hands and knees with a Swiffer. Because nobody's on the hands and knees. Some people do use actual mops. Slavery's over. We can stop that. Not, with those, not those fresh nails, you know. I think Brie would be a good, good person to ask this question right now because I'm in, I've been MIA right now. Right. So she has to do the, like all the of that stuff. Work. So I would like to know if she feels like she's yeah, exerting more so like, physical. And the thing is, I'm not gonna trash out you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I literally can't right I'm now. I'm not complaining. And, and and this is why I think this is why I said we need to stop being so divisive, men and women. We need to realize that we are both important. Mm-hmm. Men are important and women. Exactly. For example, yesterday, right? The windshield. The wiper blades were they were messed up. We went to the store, AutoZone. My wife sat in the car. I went in and got the blades, put them on, did everything. She was sitting there on the phone the whole time. To me, that's fine. You deserved it. I'm not gonna mess with you. So when I don't, you know, do something else, remember, mm-hmm. I didn't ask you to get out the car. No, selective amnesia. Exactly. Yeah. But why is that not weighted? Or, or about say it was just not weighted in their mind. Yeah, yeah, I feel that, like, like yo, you should do that. Why? Why does that matter? That's, that's what I. That's I expected of you. Yeah. Remember that Like remember the things You don't do Because of my presence But there are things mm. That we do That you don't have to Worry about We're either. good so on that a- Y'all the ones Want to remind us of shit We good We know our worth We know your worth Y'all be like Y'all just say Y'all worth is more Sometimes yeah. uh, That's our shit I, I think it goes back to, to I think physically <laughs> our worth is pretty equal. Like we use them equally. I'll say that physical in relations that we use them equally. Not that we have equal strength or anything like that, but physically we all put in as much effort in our relationships. I think mentally, we cool with that. With that. but I think uh, yeah. mentally women I typically do more. See, How can you measure it? I mean, I, it's hard I don't think that you can. I think yeah. that the conversation becomes, it goes in circles like that. And because that, yeah. you're not, it, it's not, you cannot measure it. And I don't think it's supposed to be measurable yeah. because you're That's supposed true. to be doing these things because one, you're either a standing citizen in general or because you want to contribute and bring your best talents to a relationship full stop so whatever that looks like that's what you should want to bring so it's not worth measuring anyhow but i think you you get in the place of trying to measure it when you feel like you're doing more than the other that's when it's like "Mm, Uh, this don't feel like it's equally yoked i think that's interesting and that would be a dilemma in a relationship that people should address right i actually think even outside of relationship or inside of relationship i think that's one thing men naturally don't do we don't go and say we are doing more and try to well, maybe we think maybe y'all we should yeah i think we martyrs. Huh. i think martyrs. i think that's what it we're is martyrs, i just think we just <laughs> yeah we just carried away the word in our back and just you know drink our sorrows away some shit oh. but it shouldn't be like <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. yeah that's not healthy that's not healthy also probably not, not do that no yeah. no that's not healthy though. i'm just joking i'm just joking <laughs> it's a podcast truth right? and podcast. Jokes, <laughs> it's a lot of truth and jokes <laughs> but um therapy is your friend oh no i believe in therapy i'm so believe in therapy i'm just trying to get Everybody been to therapy. We just try to get melanin. Mm-hmm. I know. He got no. the knee therapy, but that's it. Mm-hmm. We got to get therapy nah, for I'm, your I'm mind. I meant to go to physical therapy way before mental <laughs> therapy. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a nigga for you. A, a, phys- a physical yeah. tribute. I know. A yeah. physical fight. But um, <laughs> let's introduce our guest. We got Kendra from Outside the Norm Podcast. Yes. Hey, guys. What up? What up? What up? Yeah, that's our sound effects. Um, <laughs> but um, you here. You here. Um, I'm a, I'm a fan of y'all pod only thank because you, I really you. think. Y'all, I can't wait till y'all get video content because some of the blasphemous stuff that Norma Unksy say will go viral. 
It's crazy. And I like how they... Oh, Kendra ain't innocent. She be No, Kendra, she okay, be with yeah. the shits, too. Yeah, they, 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 they all have their moments. But it's a couple things I saw, which is, is that podcast will make you you on the seesaw because it's like it's 100 percent left, 100 percent right. It's really no middle in that pod. No. That's, yeah. So that's why I like it because it's like very extreme. And sometimes I'll be like, do they hear this <laughs> shit? That's how you want us to be, though, right? Nah. No. The I thing thought is, you did. I thought, I thought you did. did. My our personalities so don't win to bring that, though, because and it's funny because listening to the pod, um, Norm and Unc C, they tell about about their life and how their upbringing. And how they were brought up, and it's like, okay, that makes sense. That's why right. that type of... They're more alpha males. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I guess if I could explain the podcast a little bit. So, Outside the Norm is, um, you know, the showrunner's uh, Norm's brainchild. But it also, uh, the ethos of, of it is, is that we do have uh, views that are not typically the standard. Um, in addition to that, because of the people that we have on there, I mean, the, because of us as the speakers, uh, we are coming from different generations. We have Unksy on there, who is the, the older gentleman of the group. Um, we have, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess I stand as the voice for women, but I don't necessarily like that because I don't think that, you know, Men, yeah, I'm not the monolith. Not the I can't, standard, yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm certainly not the standard. <laughs> as much, the many people on like podcast, you have to be though, right? Uh, but <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I can play. I that. think you speak well for a woman. I think you. I'm very surprised on the podcast. Listen, outside the norm is you're very you're a lot more traditional. Yes. But it's funny you say you're very traditional and listen to the podcast. Uh-huh. But in conversation, you're not as traditional. I guess that makes sense. And it's very. That's why I, now I see why Norm says you're like. It, it drives you driving crazy because you you are a hundred left and a hundred right and it's like w- what are you talking about like I don't know yeah I ethical think non-monogamy does not go with a lot of your viewpoints on your podcast <laughs> it, it doesn't and it, it does also not does not uh, align very well with my my dating prospects either prospects uh, <laughs> 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 right so it definitely gets to be a bit confusing but my truth is my truth and yeah so oh, I think that a podcast that. is a good way that, why can't she say that I hate can I people, say that I got a whole it's thing truth, my, that truth, truth thing we gotta get to absolute truth at some point, but go ahead, keep going. We gotta get I don't to absolute all truth. things have absolute truth. John right. does apparently. I, yeah, is. see, and that and that's my trigger because I don't believe in uh, absolutism. Uh, like I don't think that there is supposed to be a particular standard that uh, humans are supposed outside of being good people. I don't think there's a particular standard mm-hmm. that we're supposed to. That's that's uh, good. Exactly. That is an absolute standard though. Yeah. I, well, I, that that's probably my only standard, okay. and then even like that's I think that is uh, humanity should always strive for good that should be the expectation but good i recognize relative, that how that what people <laughs> consider good yeah. looks has yeah. their varying degrees and that's what we have to i guess like we have to decide amongst that as a culture as a society whatever you deem your culture to be so are if you, it is black people if it uh, is americans like we have to that's you, that's what we're negotiating are you spiritual i am spiritual okay not religious <laughs> i gotta be very clear on that <laughs> You are religious. See John's eye roll? <laughs> uh, how, why am I religious? Religious is not going to church. Religious is just doing something consistently. Mm. Hmm. Uh, Everybody's religious. You're religious. You're just religious to certain things. You're religious to sex. Okay. You, you made that clear. Uh, I am religious to sex. <laughs> I, I, well, what I That's your religion. That, <laughs> it's sex John, we trust. John, John came with the, yeah, I, he do, I do not subscribe to... I don't subscribe to a specific doctrine. Uh, that makes sense it, why you, know, you believe your truth. So maybe that's that's what it is. I don't. Like, I get it. Or, or whatever. Yeah. So I I pick and choose the things that make sense to to me. 
to live so your good to live, life. To live my good your life. Your definition of a good life. Yeah. Right. So and that's in, where many, in many ways, I can be pretty dogmatic. Yes, but, you can. Uh, what no. does that mean exactly, guys? Let's, <laughs> let's, can somebody roll out the definition from Mel? <laughs> yo, you're the most decorated one in it. No, you and Maul, y'all got masters and masters, yeah. I got your masters, masters. masters. I mean, I know Thank every word. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. niggas, yo, the education the worst, box people put people in is crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, 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 it is. That is wild. People swear somebody got a degree. Direction. Yo, you know everything. They definitely do. Why don't you know your history? Hey, yo, hey, I'm hey, not a history major. Hey, no, hey, John, what's even more wild that you agree with it, but then they want to give them a definition? Nope. Because they don't know. So my definition of dogmatic is somebody saying something bombastic or just really deteriorating. Or just something bringing down a subject, but I, I want to make sure we're clear because my definitions are skewed. Y'all know that. So yeah. According to Merriam-Webster, uh, it's characterized by or given to the expression of opinions very strongly or positively, as if they were facts, mm. which sounds accurate. Oh, okay. That sounds accurate, and that is the that's where you and Norm clash because yeah, both of y'all are very dogmatic. In, in, right, correct. Yeah. So Norm that makes is, sense for that podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're not as dogmatic here. Let me add that word to my vocab. You got to be able to use vernacular. it in a sentence. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> let me, now I know it's a word. <laughs> like, oh, let me get that. <laughs> then I work on the, the uses later. So prior to the pod, um, Kendra, I don't know if you want to introduce <clears throat> your question. Oh, I the can. question that started the genesis of why you we wanted to get you wanted to get on. Right. We wanted to, we want to get more guests on, especially people that uh, record here at the Baltimore Podcast Studio. But go, ahead, you want me to say the question? Or you want? Um. So I can. To the group. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, what I wanted to talk about today was the value of friendship between yeah. men and women. I wanted to come and talk to you guys specifically one because you got. Uh, Two of y'all are married. So I think that you have reached the benchmark of understanding that caring for another, uh, caring for, for a woman is important. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I guess in a, a man caring for, uh, a woman caring for a man is important. But I think underneath that really is the idea that the basis of any relationship um, is friendship. And a lot of the conversations in um, in the podcast world, in music, in just media in general, has been from this adversarial perspective mm. that men and women, men, well, uh, what is it, uh, men are for Mars, women are for Venus, and it's just this idea that we're uh, supposed to constantly be diametrically opposed, and we only come together for these uh, mutual benefits, uh, specifically. Uh, if you're talking about from a heteronormative perspective, we only come together because of sex. So you guys explain that word. You know what that is? Uh, yeah. hetero- okay, right. heteronormative. I'm just trying to help you out there. What I learned was the X when I don't know that. Okay. <laughs> but I'm good on that oh, one. She, right. <laughs> my I, buzzwords I are flowing. They're flowing. Yeah. They're flowing. She they has flowing. a good vocabulary. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my bad. All right. <laughs> heteronormative. So people, the, it, it's the idea that uh, opposite sex relationships are the standard so you are married you both are men that are married to women we're cisgender so, right right you're cisgendered men i learned that um which but means that's about that your gender not your sexuality <laughs> right See, you fucking yeah. me up. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know that. I didn't get it. Well, heteronormative was really just me saying, talking about like the uh, the your the particular life. pairing of your relationships. Yeah. Like you would you would be pairing with uh, gender of the opposite sex. Yeah, so are you right. asking? So you're asking us in a nutshell: Can men and women be friends? Right. I think that's the basis of all relationships. Well, I, not can men or women be friends. I'm saying that men and women should be friends. Oh, I think yeah. that we constantly question whether they can be. And that is is where we fuck up. If I didn't like to, my wife, 
or my fiance or my girlfriend at the time, I would have never got to this point. Yeah, correct. Like, friendship had to be the basis of it because that's. I think that's what dating leads to. Dating, mm-hmm. dating leads to friendship. I know it, it does lead to relationships as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a romantic relationship. But you have to. The, the dating part is really the friendship part. It's like, can I go to the bowling alley and have a good time with you? Is it right. going to be quiet? Are right. we just going to be? Are we going to like this? The same thing? Are we going to? What are we going to do the same? Are you? Do you drink? Do I drink? Do we mm-hmm. not? Do you smoke? Do I? You know what I'm saying? All that stuff. So it's that it, you have to be friends before you can even think about marriage. Or I think likability, like to Melvin's point, likability is way more important than love. Yeah, I I, I would I say would more agree. important. I would say way yeah. more important I, than love. But I think that we're grooming people to think that the only reason why they would engage with the opposite sex is for the sexual component. Right. We're not recognizing the the values and the benefits of the the other gender where we're pushing uh especially like in adolescence we're pushing them to think that they only want certain things either party um and highlighting our differences as opposed to highlighting the things that we have in common i I think sex should a lot of people a lot of people say sex is like the crux of relationships and i think the total opposite i think it's like it can be important, but that shouldn't be what you're focusing and on be, if you're yeah. talking about marriage. If you're talking right. about marriage, you should, number one, like each other. Number one, are y'all compatible? I mean, number two, I'm sorry. <laughs> number two. Mm-hmm. Number three, um, do, do, you, do you like the same stuff? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. do you, like can, y'all, can y'all just coexist, coexist in mm-hmm. general? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it comes down to. It's not sex necessarily. Sex can help some of that stuff, but... That's not the well, end all be all. I will say that I actually think it's interesting. Our generation, I think each generation, <clears throat> we got two competing narratives. <clears throat> Our generation. You all is, right, yo? <clears throat> it's just something. Right. It's, got, <laughs> it's, got it's, got it. it's all good. It's all good. Our generation <laughs> is less misogynistic than our parents' mis- generation. Uh-huh. And I think actually generation behind us is even less misogynistic. And when I say that is because the patriarchy is starting to fizzle out. And it's interesting because you start creating new conversations. I actually think younger people are less interested in sex. Which uh, is a whole other problem. But but, but uh, I'm just saying, you got to understand where you're going to go. Yeah, I think young people are less interested in sex. My case on point is this. My little sister had a birthday party. She just turned 22. To me, it was the most boring 22-year-old party i ever seen. It's probably because you, you were made it boring. Because they weren't trying. They were just chilling. Everybody was platonic. They had no. their phones. They were just chi- nope. They had a nope. phone. They were just chilling, watching. Guys were watching the basketball game. Girls were just talking to. Cir- but isn't they're not socializing the way we did at 22? I'm trying to get kicked out of this hotel. I, like we we wild. I want to try to get kicked out. But we but we I'm staying there for the night. But we, but we doing something. We we were trying the idea of fun chasing. That's gone. Like they don't do oh. what we did. Cause they got social think, media, yo. It, I don't it really no. I'm it is because of that. Because yeah, they have access to each other yeah, way right. easier okay. than it's we had access to each way other. Way more Maybe accessible. That's it. Like if I wanted to go see somebody back then, yeah, it was a lot. Like I had to call them on the phone and hope they were there. No. It was a journey. <laughs> no, you got to call them, make sure your parents, the parents, didn't answer the phone. Or, or that too. Right. But so it, I don't think that they're less interested in sex. I think it's just less of an emergent yeah. thought because they have more access to get it whenever they want. Yeah, they're more yeah. open they about it. So it's not that they need to have it in this moment. So, but this also, drop a pen. Listen. Oh, no, no, I'm saying, like, all they was do, like, hey, just drop your, send your location, drop a pen. Mm-hmm. Where we meeting up at? Yep. Right. So, Uber. I think I'm that they're there. thinking that the only reason to intermingle is if we're talking, if if it's sex related. And that will liberation and equity and equality look like? Oh, shit. No. Uh, equity looks like. 
I mean, this is what we, this is what so, we push for. Oh, so and and that, and that's, <laughs> certain, and that's the rub. So we so uh, I would recognize that patriarchy is a, a system that we want to we we do want to knock that down. Mm-hmm. Um, we do want things to be uh, more equal, uh, more I guess democratic between men and women. Unfortunately, what we're also like throwing the uh, uh, baby out with the bathwater is we're not, or we're not adding into it is that yeah, you all can you can do the same things, figure out what those same things look like, and see what you have in common. It seems like most of the conversation is that men and women should be separate only. That's crazy. Until you know we're talking about uh, sex and relationships, whereas men and women relationships, the non-romantic kind, should always be consistently integrated. Because otherwise, it's like okay, well, I, I'm not even looking for you in terms of a, a a peer group if I'm only thinking that you're only necessary when it comes to the sexual component. You so. I don't want to sound patriarchal when I say this. Mm-hmm. You don't think that notion was pushed by women? I more think, than men. I don't know who that notion was because pushed I, by. I can tell you from a male perspective. I like being around women. I don't have to be about to have sex. Uh-huh. Women in the room just make the room better. Like you don't even need a woman to be like you don't got to check for them. They can be in their corner on their phone, but just a woman in the room it makes it's their presence alone makes a room better like if even uh, any guys if it's a group of guys and a woman come in the room it just makes the whole, it co- the whole vibe changes. the whole vibe changes and you <laughs> it usually gets better it doesn't get worse and we we, we right. cool with that and that's that don't mean we got to go at her nobody trying to get a number it's just a lot like, right, cool it's a different vibe women bring vibes we cool with that mm-hmm. i think women started to make it a little more transactional because they're trying to flip patriarchy into a different way and i get it i'm not mad at it but I, I think it's weird that we're trying to push for. How do you say in one breath, protect black women, lead, and then the other way you're trying to tell people to um, do what I say and then, like, you're, so you're blurring the lines. I hear what you're saying. I think that we try to course correct too much. Patriarchy was too heavy-handed on uh, what how women could operate we couldn't even function separate of men and that was very much uh, like a system that we needed to break out of like it wasn't before the feminist era could we even um buy or rent our own our own homes like mm-hmm. we really legitimately couldn't do that that's like the 70s right yeah. that's the 70s mm-hmm. so we couldn't open up our own bank accounts none of that we really had to have a man to say that you know to be able to get those things and that was just that was patriarchy that was too heavy-handed and so we rightfully so had to push against that but to your point maybe we have gone too extreme i think we so, start i'm just saying as men uh-huh. we have just taken it where it's like okay if this is what it is, let's operate. Men are great at operating the confines of what you get. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, all right, if that's what you want to say, so let me hard. not. It got to be so hard to date. If you're oh, my God. I'm, I'm glad right I'm out the game. It got to be hard to date. It's very because hard to date right it's now. no. It's no parameters of it. It's kind of like whatever that woman feels patriarchy was too much. Right. That means that man has to figure that out and work with, like and you and said, adjust, like John said, work mm-hmm. around it and adjust to it so he can make sure if he likes his woman, he has to. Adjust and make sure he he likes it. Uh, do, I she like likes her, do, do I like her enough to adjust to this? Yeah. And uh, like for example, it's very important. So for example, as the generations go, I think a lot the ne- new complaint is going to be the lack of masculinity, quote unquote. Right. You know I, why? I hear that. They want because more because at some point, men have started to say, "All right, well, don't be 
dogmatic. Don't be patriarchal. Don't boss a woman around. Obviously, don't abuse women mentally. I mean, physically or mentally. So it's okay. So men become more docile, and what women mm-hmm. even would consider masculine, and it changes the what a, a man looks like. Right. And women, as a man, drive with masculinity. Is. Right. As a man changes, it's like no, no, no. But I still need you to do all of these traditional tell, things. Tell me what to do from time to time. Yeah, I need you to do these traditional <laughs> things and still be this. And I understand you, you can't be one way, but the same token is there's no clear message. And when there's no clear message. Men aren't good at ambiguity. We are suck at it. No. We need clear marching orders. And I, I, I hate to say it, and it's not good of us. Mm-hmm. Specifically black men, it's just like, tell us what to do. Tell us what you want. I, and you're, you're right. That is a dilemma. I don't think that I have an answer from the, for that. I think, Nobody and does. I think Nobody that does. that's a, hey, I'm not. Put, I'm putting a lot on you. Right. It's a problem that I want to solve. That's yeah, it's tough. And I have. I mean, it's, it's seriously a problem that I want to solve or uh, establish a pathway. For one, I have both a son and a daughter, so I, I like I have my legacy at stake. Uh, I want them to have successful lives, and that includes successful partnerships. Mm-hmm. If they don't find, if they can't find, they don't get their needs met from the general public, whatever it is that they're looking for in a mate, that they don't see it, then that means that my legacy dies. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's very important to me to figure out a way, well, how can men and women get get along how can you establish this idea and i hear what you're saying that men don't exactly know what course to take they have to take the uh the lead of women and that's why you just that's why most men say look i'm gonna just live my life get money right live the life i want and when i want sex i just call somebody and just keep pushing yeah and it sounds bad but mm-hmm. the same token is i can't like i don't have time to deal with all of this gray area and then mm-hmm. soon as i make a breach it's usually for, for some women, right. not all women, because there's not really much compromise or there's not much, let's come together and figure this out. I think that's really the problem. And then I also think that further, you don't have um, elder men who are not seen as misogynistic right. to pave the way to say, like, this is a, a good role model for you to identify with right. and to model how you, you know, move through life if we don't well, have think, I must, think our age range yeah. is the kind of in that middle between between the toxic older male <laughs> and the new less masculine man right. so we, we, we we've been trying I wouldn't we've say been less in that masculine middle. I would just I say more I don't reformed. know where to do it which is more reformed, reformed. okay mm-hmm. I, would, I would say because ma- <laughs> I'm not I refuse and I, I know this sounds crazy to let women define masculinity because mm-hmm. we don't, we don't, we're not allowed us to find feminine. Because we, I can't, we understand it. Yeah, we, under, we like, understand each other, and sometimes that's where, though, it's not divisive. It's just that masculinity is not for a woman to define. I don't think, mm-hmm. and, and and you're right, we shouldn't. But I don't think that we prob because we don't hang out with each other enough. Yeah, uh, that we don't understand. We, we, we don't understand you all and you don't understand us and then what gets highlighted is like all these tropes of what it is to be a man and then all these tropes right. of what it is to be a woman but if you actually you know engage with the opposite sex uh, from a friendship standard not to say that you can't have sex because uh, uh, we discussed I'm very much pro sex but at the basis of you know understanding person to person and we're not seeing that enough like I, I guess it's just assumed that you know men only want 
sex from a woman and then a woman only wants uh, money from a man and that's just not true. Unfortunately, that's the narrative, but that's not yeah. true. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's not true at all. And I think what happens is I, I was just having this conversation about, with Sherelle about I can't say my wife. I can't say Sherelle. <laughs> um, You've been knowing pretty. You've been I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to say her name. That, more. That, that was a good uh, audible in between. Say yeah. my name. Say my name. <laughs> when nobody's around. Um, <laughs> because social media has become more unrealistic mm-hmm. as time goes on. Oh, yeah. How often do you see a woman with a BBL? Every yeah. day. All the time. That's, the, that's most of the women you see on social media. In real but life. But in real life. Oh, no. Oh, no. In real life. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, strip club. You go to strip club. But that's what I'm saying. But, yeah, but if that's it's it. Strip club. Well, that's social media, <laughs> it will conform you to think that's what woman body look like. Yeah. So let's go, I mean, go around the room. In real life, how many have you seen this week? None. I haven't seen none. This Not week. on social media, none. Yes. I mean, no, in I real mean, life. I didn't well, leave my house. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I, got, I know two people that have gotten BBLs. I know two p- personally. You know I two personally, personally. Know, That's not a lot. I personally know one. That's not a lot. That is not a lot. That's what I'm saying. I know a lot of women. So you got <laughs> that aesthetic is not a real aesthetic. Right. Like a real woman has stretch marks. A real mm-hmm. woman has cellulite. It's okay. Give me some stretch marks. So you, <laughs> yeah, the tiger, the tiger yeah like, and this thing you is, say you like them? Yeah. 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 The a lot of men like them, especially on the ass. I know yes. it makes well, it, it warms up the ears. Like, yeah. What? Because uh, yeah, no, no. Real niggas like that if shit. We, if, yeah. if, I mean, I got to be transparent. I had, um, well, I have two children. The first one, she did me good. I was my stomach went unscathed. The second one, he did me dirty. <laughs> was, he, was, was, he the, was he the heavy baby? He was, I mean, he was slightly heavier. I actually blame it on my baby father because I didn't moisturize that much that pregnancy because he would he would take the moisturizing agent Uh-oh. and like and he would have it and you know at the last few weeks of your pregnancy like I'm like I'm not doing a whole lot like I'm tired I'm, I'm heavy and so it was just out of reach like in another room and so I just didn't moisturize as much so I really That's blame not him even fi- like it's not real like I'm just speaking for myself I think uh. Ma and Mel might agree like I, I know women like a woman after a woman have a child you're asshole of a man to start Critiquing their body, yeah. especially specifically yeah. if they had your child. Yeah. Mm. Like, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> sure, you know she how hard. Was her life for you. Yeah, yeah. like yo, know, it's your it's your bloodline. Definitely yeah. built a whole human. Well, I, I mean, I yeah, personally don't like, too, so, but yeah. But I think a real man. And I think that's why maybe that's the narrative that's not out there. A real man respects a woman, like and all of what comes with them. Women yeah. are dynamic. Like you're not going to just get a BBL. I ain't gonna lie to you. We were just talking about it. Some of it, some some of it's too much ass. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they be looking like ants. It's like, yeah, yo, so your calves cannot support y'all your seen, ass. Y'all seen Madonna? Yeah. Nah. Wow. I did, yeah. Madonna is ridiculous. She had a BBL and yeah. it was Undo, please oh, undo. Yeah. It don't. But shot. a lot of women are doing that. And yeah. they, they get it and they're like, what but the she fuck is that? That's not even an ass no more. She money to make it look like it matches. She ain't doing it. So, let's progress the conversation and move forward a little bit. Um, A lot of what you talk about, I have written down on my notes, is black absentee dads. Mm-hmm. So, in uh, the generations that are uh, getting of power, the 30s and 40s, that's the generation that become coming into power, actually. They have lived with no dads. And a lot, a of, lot of what you talk about comes from a last, lack of masculine presence in the house. Correct. Think about everybody here can think about this friend circle. How many of them actually grew up with their dad in the home? I, so, I, I come from a two-parent household. Me coming from a two-parent household and my parents are slightly older was definitely not the norm. It's not. It's it was anomaly. not the norm. Like, oh, you got 
you got a dad? Like, you know your dad? Like, yeah. you, like, you got your dad's last name? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad like, used your parents got the same name? You look, you weird. My right. dad came to the school when we were younger. Uh-huh. And they was like, yo, he live with you? <laughs> and I'm just like, Not yeah. that he live with you. It, yeah. I was like, Somebody yeah. asked you that for real? No real shit. Like, it was, but yeah. it wasn't it joking. Was one white right. yeah. <laughs> but it was, no, no, I was a black kid. Oh, wow. It was like, yo, he live with you? He got the same last name, too? Like, yo, what the hell? But it's just like, yo, it's so normal not to live with your dad. It it definitely is. Um, yeah, and a lot of the guys that I've dated, they have not had, uh, they didn't have a father, period. Or, they had you know, a father. What I mean, well, about? yes. Oh, they, I mean, they, but they did not have an active father, a father in their life. Their parents weren't married. And, you don't, and to um, your and point, that impacts them. a lot of what you said. It absolutely uh, does. Um, and it also, so even me personally, I am co-parenting with my uh, my children's father. So we're no longer together, even though we had like we were together for a very long time. But I mourn the fact that my children don't see that in a household. I do think that that changes the the their trajectory. Um, so it, it, you know, it sucks. And I, and I don't think that people say, okay, well you need to get like better mentors. You can, uh, I guess soften the blow by getting additional mentors, yeah. which I got, I suppose that's true, okay. but what is definitely missing is children seeing what a true relationship in a partnership looks like. So right. in, your, so dating, in your dating life, have you, you, you've dated both kinds of men, right? Yeah. With, I mean, with, I date black men. There's a lot of black well, men. I'm ta- yeah. Well, I'm saying you dated, you dated a black <laughs> man that has grown up with his dad and a great black man without his dad, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can, can you tell the difference when you're in a relationship with him? I think so. Yeah, my children's father did not grow up with a father. I think with that, specific traits. I guess that's what I'm trying. Like, yeah, I think that his um, the people who don't grow up with without a father, they perform masculinity. Um, they don't actually believe. Would you it. say that they're more explosive? I think that not. I think that they. I wouldn't say that they're more explosive. I think that they don't feel sure of themselves. I think that's probably insecure. the best way to say, yeah, they're definitely yeah. insecure. They don't have that stability of, I know how they, they, if they have not been raised by their father, what often happens is that, okay, well, I didn't have that. So I'm going to try my best to, you know, to be what it was that I thought that it was it. supposed to Right. Yeah. And that might not also be based in reality. And then it's always a constant, like they're chasing a ghost. They're trying to figure out exactly what it is that they're supposed to do, but not actually having somebody right. in their life that models that. It. I think um, the one thing that men, a, a father in the household teaches a, a man, specifically a young black man, is mm-hmm. how to control your emotions. Because that was one thing my dad consistently did down that I think of it. Mm-hmm. He always taught us to control your emotions. Okay. And I when I say control, always true though. Well, yeah, I guess. I, and the reason why I say that is because when you're living in a house with another man and you start to wild out, that man's going to check you. If mm-hmm. he knows how to control his. Right. But All fathers don't know how to control oh, okay. their emotions. Okay, so that's so true. They can't teach it if they don't know how to do so it. So then there's, yeah, right. And then there's additional <laughs> generation in, in, in that. Like, my, I, I, I'm ra- I come from a two-parent household. My dad comes from a two-parent household. Right. So he had that model. He had that model of a father. His father passed away when he was, like, in his 20s. So I never met my grandfather. Um, But he had that as a role model. Same here. So I think that impact, and I would say to my dad, I love my dad. My dad is a relatively even-killed individual. Uh, while my mother was considered, I guess, is, is an incredibly strong woman, 
um, very much. I don't. I don't know. Maybe people would say that she um, it resides more in her masculinity and in femininity. I don't think that. I think that it. She just has like a very incredibly strong presence. One that I. I'm sure that I have that from from her. But I don't think my father was intimidated by that. Mm-hmm. I think that my father um, loved that about that. And my mother also comes from a two parent household. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's also important to that. They. They both had role models to you know suggest exactly how it is how they should parent and how they should exist in um in a relationship right. and they were able to pass that down but it gets dysfunctional for me personally is i go about society and i don't and i don't see what i had reflected right because it wasn't oh you were right. one of the anomalies right <laughs> always yes. this is the name of the this man it's my life yeah. <laughs> I, I mean i i experienced right. it too my parents on both sides they had mm-hmm. two parent households for generations like they mm-hmm. don't know nothing different like i right. didn't know anything different i never knew ain't shit nigga mm-hmm. so i don't know how to be one right so it's just one of those things and that's not pride it's just that like it it changes everything it changes how you approach a, uh, approach a woman how you appreciate a woman i think i've had uh, me growing up i, I, I kind of had it both I, had, I always had a strong male present, but it wasn't my dad because, unfortunately, my dad passed away, right? So, But I always had, like, his dad, my other uncles. I had uh, church. I had, I, had, I, had, I had male figures to look up to to teach me. So that's why you said that mentor thing, mm-hmm. I think that is a huge, huge part of it. If, if you don't have that male, he has to have yes. some kind of male um, presence, presence yes. in his life just to, so he can see it. Even if right. he's not every day, it's not mm-hmm. every week. He has to be able, even if it's just to call that guy and mm-hmm. you hear his like so he can tell him how he's thinking or how, what he's feeling or whatever. And so he can't tell his mom all the time because his mom gonna think like a woman sometimes. Right. Sometimes you need to call a man no and it's like a man like, hey son, just chill out. You good? You good? Just keep matriculating. Keep doing that. You chill tripping. out. Oh yeah. Or chill out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just that's that's what they need. So you, you gotta get that. And mentor. different dynamics of men. And I think one that's right. one thing. Yeah, good point. Black men. It's a lot of different types of black men. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's interesting on this podcast. Me and Mel and Ma are very different, but mm-hmm. very alike. Mm-hmm. But like, because the way we approach and think are very different. Because I, I think as a black boy growing up, you come up thinking there is one type of black man. Right. It's important to see a dynamics. Like, for example, it's important to see a man who went to college. It's important to see a man that did a trade. It's important to see a man that just got it out the mud and did, you know, maybe he was a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. But it's important to see the different type of men and how they think. Right. Because we're not a monolith. We're not a monolith. <laughs> and also, I would argue even children in two-parent households need that as well. So, for oh example, yeah. both mm-hmm. of my yeah. parents came from broken homes. So, them getting married relatively young. What's my tough? mom was 24. They had to figure it out. They didn't know what they was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And my mother still admits to this day, looking back, she wishes she did not get married that young. Because they literally didn't know what they was doing. Mm. So And, like, she did not feel like her parents were well her father passed when she was two and did not feel like her mother was present so she didn't know how to be a mother so it's like but you assume because it's a two-parent household like oh they got it all figured out it's like not necessarily (laughs) so i think that's even an additional dynamic when we talk about like getting married young or you know like being in serious relationships young I we I think we also have to recognize the fact that technology, like the way that we live our lives, is also changing. We're also living longer. We also have you know now understand that before twenty five, people's brains not even fully formed. Mm-hmm. So, if, what 25. does it really look like? The expectation of a relationship or or a, like a good dynamic 
in your 20s and for that to extend throughout your your lifetime i think is also not necessarily I, a reality i'm like 50, it gets 50 to be difficult that. i actually think that the skill that's not taught enough is compromise and conflict resolution because mm-hmm. the reason why most break, relationships break up a uh, lack of conflict resolution because it's not really even a, even through cheating some of the what people consider the most egregious thing right it's usually bad conflict resolution like that's what we don't have so that's why you're jumping from relationship to relationship a lot of times you're not really as willing to go through the trenches with somebody emotionally mm-hmm. what happened is it's going to get ugly you're going to hate that person at times you're going to like want to you know yeah it's <laughs> it's a part of it but nobody wants to talk about relationships are hard yeah. hard as hell and when you when it gets hard it's not time to go get another one that's not an indicator to no, go to another relationship a, that is not right now that's an indicator all of a sudden it's like you're not speaking to my truth no your truth and my truth have to figure out a way to align <laughs> unless it's like uh domestic violence unless it's domestic yeah. violence unless it's domestic <laughs> so, yeah. or any kind of i think the space <laughs> the space to work through shit in a relationship is so wide mm-hmm. but nowadays to your point it's not why people don't want to put up with nothing they don't <laughs> they wanted okay. to be the smooth all the time they'd be like oh i'm out Can yeah I, I think it's, i think it's part of them saying like oh no i don't have to put up with that right and that's and selfish you don't, but then <laughs> you don't, don't complain when you 50 and single yes yeah, exactly and what do you put up with and that's that's a great question i'm gonna stop talking <laughs> what, what <do> you <laughs> put up with? i think that's individual but what do you put up with I, I think like she said It depends on the person Because for different people I'm willing to put up With different yeah. pe- things Because they have Different benefits So like depending on Your benefits I might be willing To put up with A certain It's like, a job. It's like a job right. So what's the benefits That outweigh The bad for you For me personally Yes um, so I wasn't gonna bring up what we talked about earlier, but I want to know if that's the no, benefit I, no, that keeps you. I was about to say sex. <laughs> <laughs> that did right. that must so, sex, sex, sex is the PTO. It's always PTO. I'm dead. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if you're not fucking me, it's probably gonna have more of a impact on our relationship than you fucking someone else. Mm. So, so cheating is so not really a big. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. For you to feel that way, you understand how you're a paradox. Yeah, oh, absolutely! But I'm a paradox in many ways. But yes, okay, no, right. I recommend. I'm just saying, like the fact that you saying sex is what keep can can be the keeping force. Uh huh. And then you talk about these things about family, black black family structure and stuff. It's like, huh? Well, that's just one thing. <laughs> that, I mean, that, that's just it's okay thing. to be dynamic. I just right. didn't know if you knew you were so, so dynamic. No, no, I, that that is just one thing. So okay. I can tell you that the the actual demise, uh, the. It wasn't the only thing, but the final straw in my previous uh, relationship, the undoing of it, was that he did not have the capacity to um, even care about future planning. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to purchase a home for our family. He did not want to purchase a home. He didn't have the bandwidth, the understanding, the knowledge base, Mm -hmm what the interest to purchase a home and he could not uh express the reasons why do but you f- think it could have just been a lack of desire to continue to be a family in that way to like take i think that step? was the reason why okay. yeah. mm-hmm. i do think that was the reason why i mm-hmm. think subconsciously that was the reason right. why yeah. um but for me that was the uh that was the nail in the coffin because you and I don't have uh, similar views on the future. Mm-hmm. And so if we're not aligned on our future ideals, like on the things that, the, like our values are no longer aligned. So that was the demise of the relationship. 
uh, compatibility or like or a conflict resolution, like you said, I, I think that I'm good. I think that I'm great at conflict resolution. What do you think he think? What do I think he thought? I'm not sure. Huh. Do you think he, if the house thing would have never been an issue, he would have stayed? He wouldn't have ever went anywhere. He was comfortable with he how the situation was. Right. So, but but that again goes to value system. Right. He 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 could rest in comfort, mm-hmm. and I was much more progressive in having a vision for what I wanted our lifestyle. He just not be know like. no better. Or he might also, not I, want better. Like he, <laughs> I mean, he he did not. I think a lot of times people just don't know no better. Uh, I mean, you could say that, but when a person presents you with information for you to know, <laughs> yeah, you say you're so you towards this. Like they gave you a pamphlet, right? Oh. And you didn't want to read the shit. Don't do right. drugs. <laughs> yeah, right. You're so resistant. It's like so you were uh, saying you were measuring his effort. I because you gave him the information. It's like all right, now that you don't, I know you don't know. Right. I presented it. Now what? What can we do now that you do know? Right. And he still didn't. Want he still didn't. And, right. And he okay. still was not deal willing deal. to, uh, you know, like negotiate a path forward. Is he mm-hmm. that way in other areas of his life? Yes. Okay. In all of the ways uh, in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, Complacent. Yes. That's uh, just how he shows up. As where does he live? Or as a person. <laughs> With what? his mom now <laughs> makes sense. I got a house, <laughs> but it makes sense though. That, like he li- he lived with his mom, but that makes but sense I, though. I, I got the house, but you know what? <laughs> and I know this is I'm not shooting him no bell. I don't know this man from a can of paint. Right. A lot of black men don't anticipate living past a certain age. I think that's also true too. But I also think that also I also believe that this was a situation where he did not have a father. Mm-hmm. He didn't have not, he did not have a father. He did not have a father figure. And so it was like any idea of what a f- like future expectations. He he did not have that earmarked for himself, and you know. So and then there's a, a level of like personal accountability, all these different things that he just did not have the bandwidth for. How I do don't, you argue? How do I argue? Yeah, she probably uh, fucking them up. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> oh, I, 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 I feel with big words like you. The first thing anonymically, the first thing I thought about was the forty-year-old virgin. Like, you throwing big words at me. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. what they mean. Yeah, so, you fucking you messing with me. That that happens a lot because you know, the way <laughs> how cerebral you are. Man, I know you're probably getting some At, fucking them up. Yo. You know what? A lot of things that he used to say to me, uh, which this should not be a situation about my ex, though. Let me be clear: like I, we were together from the time that I was 19 to 32. Yeah, you still you <laughs> you never lose right. love for that person. Now. Yeah, you still yeah. love that that's person. That's your relationship right. of reference. I'm right. Yeah, that's that's my relationship. Forever of in your life, that's, it will that's, be. that's the baseline. You're going to go up or down. From that there. was my baseline, but this he would say quite often because I I was in uh, on the debate team in high school. Oh. oh okay. Yeah, all right. That, that, that makes a oh, lot okay. of sense. Oh, okay. All right. right. Makes sense. Yes. So he's so the, the captain. dictionary. Uh, Were you the captain? I wasn't a captain. She was second uh, in command. At some point. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I, I was second in command. Okay. Um, so he liked to bring that up. Like, oh, you like to debate. Like, no, nigga. I'm just I right. Will say, and I'm going I'm to prove my point. So like, let me. But, but I, feel, I would say in, argument, in arguments with a partner, it matters more to be effective with your words than it does to be right. Mm. Absolutely, and 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 not even and saying like that, so one. they can understand me, right? So sometimes the big words may not be as useful right. for your audience. It wouldn't work so for that, me either. <laughs> because so because to I, me, even if, I, even if it comes to the conclusion that I am right, or if we come to the conclusion that I am wrong, I want you to at minimum be able to understand my point. I'm gonna give you some. I, I'm gonna give you some honest feedback. That was our okay, last episode. <laughs> um, I know my communication is trash. It's not trash. <laughs> 
It's not trash because you're. I don't think people. Your communication can't be trash unless you're. It's, not a, attempt, it's a different level. Of not attempting to communicate. <laughs> right. You're attempting to communicate. It's not All trash. The time. It needs to be tailored. And it doesn't sound like he said much to you to say, look, this isn't working for me. Do this. Do this. Do this. Right. What I will say is, you. I could see where he might have got frustrated because you dominated the conversation. And because you dominate the conversation, if I do have something to say, it gets feel, frustrated. Well, it gets frustrated. Well, well, to get that point. And, and that's just why like, he probably just gave up because yeah. because and yeah. it's like you won't give me a time to talk. Mm-hmm. And if I do talk, the way you already have talked, whatever I do say has to be bullshit because you obviously thought the shit out. Thought the shit out <laughs> so much. So and I you, do have a question. How do does the progression in your current relationship show up differently? Like, is, does he take more initiative? Is arguing differently or discussing? Maybe whatever. he was on a debate team too. <laughs> <laughs> he's a lawyer. Is he a lawyer? Is he a lawyer? No, this nigga's the great debaters. <laughs> uh, he's very dynamic. I would say that my current partner is very dynamic in conversation, and that's one of the chief things that I love about him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I also often have. I think I've met my match in that I actually uh, had to uh, contemplate. Like, damn, is this nigga talking circles around me? <laughs> <laughs> and perfect. it's quite possible, right? And you um, like that, right? I, I do. It's I mean, challenge. I like it. Uh, but then it's like I now have to do like it because he's still d- a guy. Like I still have to think <laughs> he about. Still like, got him. He's still Steven. But you, but you <laughs> no, have no, It's just that, like, I still have my own reservations of, or I have my own reservations, and then I have my own typical stances that I'm used to talking circles. And I like someone. the fact that I do think one thing I will champion more progressive millennial women and some of the Gen Z women is more woman self accountability. Uh-huh. Realizing. <laughs> Oh, my bad. Mom got some shit to get <laughs> no, out. No, no. Accountability, that's a big word for Elmo. I know. <laughs> because it takes accountability to realize, like, damn, if this is how he, he talking to me like I talk to him, I don't like how this feels. Right. Let me one-up him again. So, ain't no, no, that's shit. Ain't no phone when the rabbit <laughs> no, got the gun. No, it's not let me one-up him. It's like let me let adjust. Because right. one thing me and Sherelle had to talk about a lot is how she speaks. She's mm-hmm. a very strong, Direct? I would say strong-willed. <laughs> but direct woman Right And one thing And I'm a talker That's the one place Where as though I know I don't That's where I get soft uh-huh. When it comes to her Like she can probably Beat me in a conversation Nobody else mm-hmm. But she will Because <laughs> I just give her That space And what happened She had to realize Like dad you don't be Talking back Or you don't communicate back And she was just like Why And we had to really talk About why I'm not speaking back And she was like Okay I can see why You wouldn't say anything Because I said X, Y, and Z and that self-reflection is very important. Men don't tell women enough mm-hmm. the parameters that they need in order to communicate, in order to be successful right. in a relationship. And women have to also listen and say, okay, I need to adjust. It's not always about him adjusting. Because right, right. for a long time, women think that men are only adjusters. And you're taught and you're raised that men are supposed to adjust to me. I'm the queen. I want to go here. I want to do this. I want to eat here. I want to everything <laughs> is your adjustment. I, I, the moment I'm sorry, but the moment John <laughs> like fuck that. Let me speak. A black woman learns that they have to adjust. It's two things. That's when they say this ain't working for me, or they say okay, let me get provision too. But usually they walk away when they have to adjust or compromise. I hear what you're saying. Okay, I I agree. Let me I do think twenty twenty something. But, <laughs> no, but what? no, no. It's just to add to your point. I think twenty something year, year old me. Uh, laid in that is that I, I run the show in that people have to adjust to me. And why I, would anybody want to be around somebody like that? Correct. Yeah. Um, I still maintain that in my p- specific relationship, I was still right, so it don't even matter. <laughs> See that shit? <laughs> but 
in my thirties, in my later thirties, I have been much more reflective in that. Like if it's a two party in a relationship, we talking about a two party system. So everybody should get the, it's a partnership. Everybody should have the opportunity to say the things that they need to say and to negotiate the things that are comfortable for them. Thanks. There has to be some type of give and take. So I think that's fair. Oh, man, get so, your shit off. No, it, I was, it just sounds like selective uh, <laughs> accountability. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I like that, selective accountability. Selective accountability. It's like, well, that is true. Yeah, I know I need to take accountability, but I don't want to take like accountability in this situation. Yeah. So I won't not, take not, accountability not, not in this situation, time. but maybe in this one so I can appease him a little bit. That's what I'll do. And that's what happens sometimes. Uh, give, give or take. Ooh. Kendra? I think, that may, <laughs> I, I think that may rest in pride. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that you are too maybe proud uh, to admit some of the faults in your last relationship or no not admit because you admitted the fault but you're you still feel like i gotta stand and that i was right and it doesn't matter in me admitting anything else about that because i'm in a whole new relationship oh no i i i stand in the fact that i was right because i was right (laughs) (laughs) facts are facts i don't think that's that leo i I don't i don't think like i can't it's no way that i can negotiate that like more that had to impact a lot of your relationships Huh? Say it again. You want to be right. You said you mean your facts are facts or facts are facts. My, my, my facts yeah. is, is no absolute truth. No absolute truth. <laughs> it's her truth. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> she is the truth. The, the light she and the way she is. I, I, she's I, God. I, I, God is a woman. I mean, right there. Hey, yo, Kendra. <laughs> in my thirties, I Yes, God is Kendra. <laughs> God is a woman. All these bitches is my sons. Is that what you're trying to say? No, I thought you said God is woman. Oh, no. I mean, well, that's the next show. It's coming. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) Um, Let me ask you a question. This is always, this will fuck them up all the time. You want your daughter to be like that? To be like me? Mm -hmm. To be like me? To be like you? I absolutely want my daughter to be like me. So you want her to walk around thinking she's always right? How do you think that's going to... Di- uh, but do you want her to relive your experience? Yeah, you want her to relive your experience. I want her to always think that she's right because I want her to always come to a rational And you want your son to deal with a woman like you? I absolutely want a, a man. A, so here's the, here's the thing. Like, like let's, let's start off with the fact that, oh, you did say this is what your people want. Yeah. Yeah. Recognize the fact that my my impetus, like my main guiding truth is to... Impotent? That's like when you can't no, get No, my impetus. Right? Oh, okay. Is, <laughs> impotent. No. <laughs> my impetus. Okay. My driving directive is to work in favor of what is good. For you. So, no, what is oh. good for, for all? Okay. How do you know if you believe your truth is the truth? You're not considering nobody else's truth. She's for the people. I, I, I mean, <laughs> no, you're no, for Kendra. That's the one you gotta I'm get God. to. All right, all right. Yeah. What do you mean? You are created in my image. You are my people. All right, let's let her finish up for okay. you. That's, that's the slogan. Kendra for Kendra, and Kendra's for the people. Twenty twenty two. People need to be for Kendra. I suppose yeah. now is probably a good time to tell y'all that I have visions of having my own cult. But Yo. <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> this re- this is done. This relationship <laughs> this episode went crazy. <laughs> I suppose it's Jim time. Jones over she, she here. Right. What you call My boyfriend coat? supports this though. Of course, because he. Of course. Oh, that's why. He, that's why he a boyfriend. <laughs> he gonna drink the Kool Aid first. <laughs> he, he, loves it. He, was like, he was the first one drinking. You know, Jim, you know Jim Jones didn't drink the Kool Aid, right? <laughs> no. He shot himself. Everybody so, else drank the Kool Aid. Uh, well, all, all I can say is that my boyfriend is a supporter. Um, what did you do to him? What's the name of your cult? Uh, yeah, what's the name of your cult? Kendra. Uh, it's a working title. No. The Kendra Lights. <laughs> no. Kendra Lights. It's, 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 
it's a it's a working title, the uh, the Star Alliance. Oh, you're um, serious? We're not gonna we're not gonna get into what's the creed? This, what's your creed? But, uh, oh. Some of the main components is the progression of uh, of human existence. Um, but uh, like I, there there will be free coffee. <laughs> coffee is hey, like hey. a really big deal. Love free shit. <laughs> Regular coffee. Right. I mean, I mean, any coffee that you want. You drink yours all, black. All, I don't all, have all, the all, all, all blends, all roast. <laughs> all, all blends, Yo. all roast. It sounds like AA uh, meeting. That's what it sounds like. Uh, sex is also sex has got to be a part of a so cult. it's a sex cult. So it's, uh, so it's fat life. I mean, Burning yeah. Man. <laughs> it's Burning Man. Who are you? Yeah, she wants. She wants a Burning Man. Uh, you go to Burning Man. You look like a Burning I Man. I will type. go to Burning. I'm going to uh, Bonnaroo in uh, in June. Your shrooms taker. I I have taken shrooms a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Little baby Hitler over here. Shrooms <laughs> not much different from weed. I, I would ah, it is way different. For um. Me. The experience. It definitely is. Uh, I but I, I would say the streams is not much not different store. from the, my own internal like dialogue. I will say that it's just like a larger expansion. I get to it slows things down for me. I get to unpack a lot more. But I, the I, same ideas are still all. I don't know there. how to continue the conversation after the cult thing. I'm, oh, <laughs> that was wild. Well, well, I you scared she got you drinking the Kool Aid. So I don't want to I, I mean, get sucked I, I in. Want, because I am a debater, yes, come come to the party with your facts that make sense. I'm not always going to win every debate, but you got to come but with your But that don't mean points. you believe that you're wrong, though. What, what about the debate? I'm not what what about you debating with a guy who can't debate? Well, I mean, we, what if somebody just so chill? Like no? he's just so chill <laughs> That's what I'm and laid back. That doesn't work for me either. Uh, so you, mm. you wouldn't, he wouldn't even got to the. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. I recently was talking to some uh, to a guy. He looked very good on paper. Um, what he sent in the resume? No, I'm just saying, like you in terms of like the things that I like, I want. Like he was he 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 made a lot of money. He was very chivalrous. He had a nice home. Um, he was interested in a, in like in a real relationship. He was he was a very nice guy. Sex with him was great. Damn. So he did not talk a lot. Mm. And so I do, it, he was very, very chill, and I could not get into, I could not understand his mind because he didn't express it. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Maybe. How does your desire to debate show up in your friendships, though? Um, I think that it shows up a lot. Mm. I think that it definitely shows up a lot. I'm interested in hearing other people's perspectives. It's not like I'm trying to um, knock somebody over the head with my ideas. I agree with you. I with think that. that how I present them sounds strong, but I'm not trying to win anybody over. Right. It's just that I have my my own particular. We're like in that way. People always right. think I'm trying to persuade people Mm-mm. to do shit, jump off bridges, and all right. that shit. No, you I'm just John Butter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I literally think just because I always say. I argue my point hard. Argue yours harder. Yeah, that onus is on you, not me. No, right. I don't think that's fair. Melvin doesn't think that's fair. No, uh, no, don't. This, that's that's why, and that's why I feel bad for this guy that you were talking about. <laughs> I, my I man, my, my man lived his right life right, <laughs> but <laughs> because he was quiet. Yeah, and Melvin's yeah. a quiet guy. He's a, I think he's a prototypical yeah. quiet guy. It's me. Melvin, like, I was the same guy. I'm the same. I'm the guy that she. Yeah, I like, like I'm, I'm that. A lot of what huh? we look for in romantic relationships is also reflected in what we look for in platonic relationships, and that's Absolutely. why I asked that question. Yeah, because if somebody is too laid back, you're likely to not be close friends with them. No, I'm okay. not. I think. Uh, I mean, I want you to be laid back. You don't never want chill though. No, you, no. Never. Like you don't never want to. Sit back and I'm relax. Not, I'm like, not a like type you A person. I can go with the flow. I can even enjoy silence. I love. I enjoy movies, TV, reading silence. books. You know, podcasts. Obviously, I can do all of those things. But on one to one, 
I want a person to be able to share their viewpoints on the world. Mm. If you can't do that, if you mm. can't express those things, then exactly what are we doing here? Because I'm not a person that talks about people. I'm not a gossiper. So I don't talk about that. Right. The semantics of your, your work life or your frustrations of your work life. Like, I'm not trauma bonding with anyone. That doesn't do <laughs> anything for no. me. Holy shit. <laughs> but if not you even wanna... a little trauma bond? Baby trauma bond? Baby. No. You don't want to hear why his manager had him fucked up last Friday during the meeting? I, I mean, I want to hear about <laughs> it. That's not trauma bonding, somebody right. venting right. Right. frustrations no, Please vent to me, but uh, then also understand, like, uh, explain to me, like, how that makes an impact on how you see the world or how you feel about yourself. Like, I want to you wanna, have you everything wanna, has to be on a macro level like that? Though? So you want a works side of page. Yeah. Right, like, you can't <laughs> just have ca- casual appendix. conversations. I don't, have a, BCR? Casual, I don't BCR? have a casual <laughs> conversation with strangers. Like, you... Uh, okay. you you talk to me for two minutes. We are going deep. We are I going agree, matter. but I, so what I agree with you is I feel the same way. I just don't think it's a realistic and it's not fair to right. put that expectation on people. So what happens is yeah, I know I'm mean. a lot. Me being a lot does not mean you have to be a lot. You being not a lot does not mean that you're less than. The way you frame it mm-hmm. is that you need you're fucked up. You need to get your shit together because no, she's just framing it that she don't want to be friends with them. Yeah, yeah I don't want to be friends with them. She's not saying nothing is wrong with you. She don't want to associate I, on a close level. I, I or not that judgy, I don't want to be friends with them. It's a judgy tone the, under there, huh? It's a judgy tone under there. Probably, but I'm just saying the <laughs> likelihood of the friendship being close probably isn't going to be there. Like, like if we can't talk about uh, you know thoughts and you want ideas, politics? I am into politics. Okay, mm. I care about the world. So he cool. You're not that cool though. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just like if you if you indifferent to everything, then what what are we talking about? What I will say is, I will say quiet people, people that are sometimes chill, have taught me the most because I talk a lot. Uh huh. Um, specifically my wife, Cheryl. Um, and what happens is I want to be around people. Me personally, mm-hmm. I like being around people a good bit of the time that don't think like me, because I don't want to become an echo chamber, because my algorithm. Will be basic. Okay, it's the Well, let me ask you this. It's the John. How do you know what they're thinking if they don't talk? Their actions. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. People that are quiet show you a lot by, like, Melvin, I know exactly how he feels a lot of times, and he don't say shit. Hmm. But he, it's the way he moves. He'll move. Uh, he says a paragraph in his movements. You know when he don't feel like doing shit. Uh-huh. You know when he feel like you fucked up and he don't want to say it. Like, you know it. You just got to learn people. Like, just because people don't say it verbally, that don't mean they're not saying nothing. Mm-hmm. People say a lot in their silence, in their subtle movements, in the three words they say. That's my, that, that, you know, but I'll grant you, that's probably my blind spot. You, because, but also you, you lose, you, they expose different sides of you. Mm-hmm. And just be, if, if people are always like you, one thing is you start to really, you start to lose yourself. Because if everybody's like you, and there's no one ever really trying to check you. When I say check you, that don't mean it is malicious. But it's just like they got to center you in realizing a different side of the world that you that it does not exist to you. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Mel makes me realize, and my wife, particularly, the two people, they're very similar in terms, in terms of how laid back they are. They make me realize a lot of things that I don't consider. Maul makes me realize there's a lot of things that I don't consider. Like the people around me, because I don't think like that. Mm. To me, it's beauty in that. So if you like the world, you have to like all the people in it, right? Oh, and, and no, the differences. I, do. I, I definitely can appreciate them, but you asked me what people do I want close. 
And you'd rather people like you. You know what? You, you, yes. should, you should name your co- uh, Captain Planet. <laughs> call all the followers Planet T. I have so much more to talk about, but I'm trying not to like prolong this episode. We're going to have to bring you back because we didn't even get to the one thing. Because one thing we were talking about in our group chat is love is not hard. Love should not be difficult. And, un- and unconditional. Love should be easy. Yeah, right. love should yeah. be tough. And, uh, and I don't believe in unconditional love. I believe every love has condition besides uh-huh. God's love. I disagree. Okay. Um, and Sid disagrees, and a couple of people. I think someone. I think it can be unconditional, but I don't think you necessarily need to stay with them. It's unconditional, conditionally. I mean, my no. Only- I think the I think the relationship <laughs> is conditional. The love is not. Yeah. That can be the case. The huh. only unconditional love that I have is for, is for my children. I'm gonna love my children regardless. Those those are only that's the only relationships that I can say it does not have conditions on it. But if it they does abuse not your if they abuse you, but, but then you they, may change the relationship with them. You're but, not gonna stop loving but them. That's probably not to their adults. But as a kid, like you, you, I mean, yeah. You can't yeah. put that type of condition on the kid. Agree, but I'm just saying. I don't. I, that's why I believe in unconditional right. love. I just think the relationship is conditional. I mean, I can't even conceptualize a, a opportunity where I wouldn't love them, my children, everybody else. Is many things. That you I'm gonna did. use Ozark for example. You, you hear you not? I'm gonna not like. I'm not gonna love that kid. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Jonah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to kill him. <laughs> what did that kid see? Those that's those not device. meaning that you don't love them. That's just changing the relationship. Okay, yeah. six feet under. Uh, right. Hey, kill him. <laughs> I've been like Marty, man. You gotta keep him close, though. Nah, Marty's smart. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, know, I probably could never. Wilder. I could. Yeah, I couldn't what? do that. Yeah, your mom is crazy. Yeah, she she is a bipolar, yeah. but her brother was too, so that makes sense. Um, but not, that's another thing. But we got to bring you back because I, I have so many more points. I didn't even get to like two more. Like you, you're a good orator. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate Who's your that. favorite? Um, this is a nerdy thing. Who's your favorite orator? <laughs> you know, despite me not being religious, I really like Michael Eric Dyson. I hate Michael mm. Eric Dyson. I was about to say he's very. Polar, I, li- I like I like what he says. I don't like his presentation. It's weird his hip hop references. They're, they get to they're, be they're they cringy. Be, they do get to be cringy. I can understand. <laughs> James Baldwin's my my number one. James Baldwin. Oh, oh, I was thinking of somebody like in the current. Oh space. no no James Baldwin number okay. one. And Jesus, he had a couple flips. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Nah, Jesus, he was getting off. How you know you really said that? The words in red. I mean, I was about to say. Some red. Is it red? But still in red of someone else's. I mean, he was the life of the party. But I thought in red was supposed to be God. Hey yo, they all in one. I believe in monolith. I believe in the monolith. Monolith. No, you believe in the Trinity. I believe in the Trinity, but God here too. So they all one. So I believe in bars. I'm not coming yeah. back for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> that religious shit. Right, because you don't want to debate someone that doesn't that. agree with you. I mean, I, I mean, I don't. No, I don't want. I don't want to debate from which I don't have a reference point. Okay. So I've not read the Bible. It's not. Uh, I'm not a theologian in that way. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm never going to talk about things that I don't know. I think it's very offensive, and it's funny. I was listening to Charlemagne's podcast, Bury Idiots. It is very offensive to joke religion. Mm. To joke religion? Yes. You got to be very careful huh. how you feel about disdain for religion. Because mm. I always say this. If it was a Shiite Muslim in front of you, would you talk that shit? I I would. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Off with I your mean, head. I mean, it'd be the last, <laughs> the last discussion. <laughs> I mean, That's I what I'm saying. People joke Christianity because Christianity... You don't remember the age when they used to cut people's head off. Right. Well, see, I do because I believe that my God has a sense of humor. 
So when I'm talking to God, I be like, yo, nigga. And I laugh at myself because I'm yeah. like, yo, Jesus know me. Like, but I just always. We got a personal relationship. So when I'm talking <laughs> right. to him and I'm saying, nigga. I agree with he that. He hit me. He know you. He know your heart. Right. He made you. Right. I just don't think people need to. I think it's very offensive. I put like vaccines in that box. A lot of different things in that box. Whereas though, you got to be careful of how you talk your shit. Because it has something to do with deeper how people live. Somebody's religious preference, Buddha, yeah. some moon uh, god, some Muslim. You can't sit there and say it's not appropriate. So you're saying careful, but you're not saying censorship. No, I, I don't say censorship, okay. but I, I think people are reckless, specifically when they talk about the black church and mm -hmm. Christianity. You can't do that. I think because it's de-weaponizing. Right, but the same token is you saying that because you feel like they're harmless. Uh, you would not talk to a Muslim the same way. You would not talk if to. If I a, knew them personally, I would. No, but you, you wouldn't. In America, we have a false sense of expression, mm -hmm. unchecked you don't expression. Know no, Muslims? no, I do. Okay, but not to the degree. I don't know one from the Middle East. But that's why I said if I knew them personally, <laughs> the Middle East are Muslims. Way different than the East Baltimore. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You go. We say, I'm very. I've learned in the last couple of years is that you got to be careful how you say things because we say a lot of things unchecked. Mm -hmm. I think that. Well, for me personally, there are no sacred cows. So I think that mm. anything could be talked about. It's not about a sacred cow. Be... It's about if it's sacred to somebody else, you need to make sure you value it. Mm. I think that respect is important. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole waning. That's a sliding respect scale. Is important. I think you can have humor but and still have respect. I think that, yeah, like, you're going to get these jokes. <laughs> That's not fair. If, if I got them, you're going to get these jokes. <laughs> so, you, so you're willing to joke with somebody that, you're, you're willing to joke with something that somebody feels willing to die for. Willing to die for. Well, that's what Sid says. You just got to know that person. Man. Like yeah. a killer. Like a killer, right? Yeah, somebody uh -huh. lives by the streets. It's certain you jokes. You can joke with a gang member if y'all cool. But it's certain <laughs> jokes. Yeah. But there is a line. If you cool. That's if not, you know them, you know the line. If you, you won't joke saying. over that line. Right. I think, but, I think, I think if you're you making it cool seem like you can never know someone. You'll find out the hard way. Well, you'll find out. Yeah. Six in the chest. I will say that is also a woman thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Women so, feel like so, they get anything off. You don't live with the you don't live with the presence of fear. I hear what you're saying. There's a threat of violence that any uh, moment you talk to a man that a Shiite might have, um, that uh, uh, I guess a traditional like American Christian would not. Mm -hmm. I hear that, but absent, It'll change your talk. But there are people absent too. the threat of violence. I'm gonna get my shit off. But you, but you're you're making them seem so <laughs> religious that they don't <laughs> have a sense of humor. Like, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not people. saying they don't have a sense of humor. I just think belief systems is something that we talk recklessly about. Mm -hmm. That you gotta be careful. How somebody you don't understand? Somebody's raised their kids based off of these principles. Mm -hmm. Their their whole life and existence. But the whole problem with belief systems sometimes is that you don't think it can be challenged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then if you if you are that like if you are mm -hmm. that she maybe you shouldn't deal with them because they're too. They're too serious or about a devout Christian. Not to mention yeah. or devout Buddhists. Even, even, yeah, even, all of them. But they should. Thing. You still. I mean, you can believe what you what you what you believe and not not and not be able, and, and still be able to hear somebody else say what they like, believe. I mean, and not that's what want you to. <laughs> you, just, you just speak on what you believe. Right. But I just think you can. Yeah, I, I agree. You should speak on it, but you shouldn't speak on it in terms of derogatory. I think I speak on specifically Christianity in this country mm -hmm. is crazy. But I think you're making it seem like every humorous conversation has to be derogatory when it doesn't. No, it doesn't have to be derogatory, right. but I just think belief systems is something that's very dear to people. Yeah. That you just got to be very be. careful. 
And I think, for example, with us, we were raised in the church, so we have more of the ability to joke about it because we know more about it. Like she said, she's not going to even join that conversation because she don't know that much about but, it. But why so not? We, got, we, we can get jokes off better. But why not if you? But why not if you don't agree, you just don't agree? Why do you have to make fun? Denigrate? Of you don't have to. You don't. That's what I'm saying. You don't have yeah, to denigrate. You, you, you absolutely you don't. You do, huh? You said denigrate. <laughs> I did. I, did. <laughs> I don't think we're one and the same. We're going to get a vocabulary list to drop with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> a glossary for this episode. I'm saying a lot of SAT words dropped today. <laughs> but no, that's a whole other topic for another day. But we, right. we, we're we really happy to have you. You're, 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 Thank you This is a great conversation. Me. I got so much more to talk about. Huh? I mean, hey. Oh, plug yourself. You can plug whatever. Charm City Maven. Yes, I am the Charm City Maven. You can follow me on Instagram at the Charm City Maven. Uh, the the Maven is an expert, a connoisseur. Like we we, Yo, we know shit. She's God. Uh, so, <laughs> like, my, do you, my actual name Kendra, actually means knowledgeable. So like I yeah. I get this in the oh, mud. Like, I'm very she, like she, she, she live up to her name. Oh, I would love knew. to have a conversation about how we feel like I, we actually live up to our names, but that's a whole separate. That thing. is a whole other thing. My but name yeah, is Jonathan. No, like, it means God's gift. I don't even know what my name is. And a good friend. That's, oh, oh, that's, that's nigga. Great. That sounds Melvin. Yeah, no. Hey, my the, name Melvin. So the Charm City Maven. <laughs> Y'all know this is a sore spot, so stop. <laughs> I, I, was, I was gonna leave it at that, yo. Yeah, he, he, he had to add the sound effects to the shit. Oh wow, that's Gentle, that actually makes sense. Lord. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Now he like his name now. Look at that. You said a gentle lord? Mm-hmm. Only an old nigga will say lord. Well, other definitions are gentle chieftains, but I'm like, chieftain probably a big It's old ass nigga word too. Chieftain. Go ahead and plug yourself, Charm City Maven. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Now you can find me on Instagram at the Charm City Maven. Stay tuned. I'm going to be highlighting different businesses, different cool things around the city. That's what... the Charm City Maven does. Tell this, y'all about all the cool shit. I'm saying, like that last pose. I saw it was like, um, the, the couple's tea. Yeah, the couple's tea. Yes. I, I definitely clicked that line. I was like, what, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> no, it was I got the cool spot. I got some yeah, clips. Yeah, went, went down the rabbit I'm going to shoot some right. clips your way, though, so right. you can uh, drop them on your page. But nah, um, this is another, it was a good episode, a good comeback episode. We're trying yeah. to, uh, be more consistent, but life happens. Um, life be life, yo. I didn't even get yeah. a dad joke. Damn. Oh, you, you want to end it with one? Yeah, end it end it with a dad joke. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Oh, gotta slap my other knee. Slap that one too much. Hey, please slap your other knee. Yeah, cause you be ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so why don't phones go hungry? What? Uh, be always charging them? I don't know. No, nah, cause they have so many apps to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> That was, that, that was a good one. That was a good one. Alright, guys. Well, this is another episode Unsolicited Views. <laughs> Love the it. podcast where you get perspectives from the black male millennial. Yeah. See uh peace. <laughs> Y'all been asking me to yeah. sign off oh, no. for years. That I found one. Uh, no, wouldn't. <laughs> it wasn't the best. It wasn't, it wasn't, the, worst. wasn't the best. It wasn't the greatest. It's better than it was. What, what do you think? You don't, don't think know. that's what we are? The podcast to Why talk about the young black only. It's like a commercial. Yeah, I think it was. A I thought it was unsolicited yeah. views. Nobody asked for your opinions, nah, <laughs> but y'all bringing them. Like, Yo, that ain't exactly how I, I don't was, like how you said that. No, I do like the way you said it. Oh, listen, unsolicited damn must be opinion. Yeah, that's how y'all bringing. But y'all bringing them. Damn. Oh. Damn, you you bring dropping all types of gym. Kendra, the god of the air. Slogan. Nobody gives a fuck. We about to be planting tears, yo. Okay. So this is to the views where nobody cares about our opinion, but we're gonna tell you anyway. Yep. Peace. Peace.